Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci. And Scott Jans. This is episode 25, Your Park Needs You. On this episode, we are going to share our experience um, backpacking on Cumberland Island National Seashore for the last three days. But then we're also going to introduce you to a woman who we've met here, who works for the Park Service. She has a true, true passion for what she's doing here and the people she's able to reach. So, yeah. Yeah, it has been great. We're actually recording this on Cumberland Island yes, right we now. Are. We're at Sea Dock waiting for our for the St. Mary's Ferry uh, to come and uh, take us back to St. Mary's. Um, we are exhausted. Our feet <laughs> are so sore <laughs> and dirty and sore. Um, not that Cumberland is only. a hard hike. It's just that we've been barefoot for the last week and we hiked a lot of this barefoot. Uh, we've also, been hiking so. on trails in sand. Yeah. And, yeah. We just, we we're have, pretty dirty. <laughs> we've been living the dream. Yeah. Yeah. We really have. I feel like I don't have a home anymore. Like I've just been transit for the last, and it's only been like I don't know seven or eight days. Eight yeah, so days, actually, it's been it's actually been eleven. Eleven. Yeah, 11. I don't, I don't so even know. The, well, it's about, yeah, so for eleven days right. we have been jumping from one place to the next, and and just honestly, just just we. I mean, you know, we were just in Okefenokee, and then we were like stationed at a hostel. Right nestled deep in a forest where it's almost like this little like secretive Ewok village and then right. and then now we've been on Cumberland Island and so Cumberland Island is um, part of the National Park Service um, and it is on this island off of St. Mary's Georgia and it's absolutely breathtaking here I, it's almost impossible to describe because I get so tongue-tied with my words because it's so yeah, gorgeous yeah and I think the I think the biggest um, I, I think if you had to draw a picture uh, of backpacking through Cumberland is this is that you know you've seen the live um, you know the uh, the live oak and how they branch off and they're huge trees they're gigantic prehistoric trees right. but everything is um you know moss everything is a spanish moss that are just hanging from these trees now picture spanish moss everywhere just hanging everywhere right and now picture just tons of palmetto trees that you hike through and the palmetto trees are as, as tall as you yeah and so in some parts so yeah, so in some parts of the trail, you know, you, you, the palmetto, you you know, your path is going through these palmetto trees and half the time they're smacking you in the face and the other time they're they're trimmed in, into the trail. But, you know, they're they're higher than you are. So sometimes you can't even see and all you see when you look over the horizon when they finally dip below your viewpoint is these like this entire forest of these live oak just yeah. spinning in Everywhere. every different direction. And I mean, these trunks, some of these trunks, uh, I mean, you, you may be able to put like three or four people holding hands around the trunks of these trees. Oh, in some cases, like More. you would have to add like, yeah. And then, add, and then like once you <laughs> add all that mix in, once you add the mix of this beautiful live oak and the palmetto trees. And, and you have that, pine. Yeah, and then you have pine trees and you have like sand and then, and then mix in a beach. The most <laughs> serene, remote beach that you can ever yeah. exist upon. Yeah, I mean, think of your most crowded beach and then 
take everybody away. Take all the debris away. Everything. And then you by yourself are just standing on the beach by yourself. And that is... Well, I do. Let me... Not by yourself, but perhaps with sea turtles. Oh, yeah. Sea and turtles. wild and horses. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> Galloping galloping along it really is i mean when you think of when you think of cumberland and you're standing on the beach and you see these wild horses you're thinking am i in like in a cologne or perfume commercial i mean it really <laughs> is i feel like i should be in all white and i should be like the wind is flowing oh through. my god and if i had I, hair my wind my hair would be flowing you know i can't believe you just said that because but it does sound like that it does kind of remind you of that a little bit yeah when there's nobody on the beach yeah, <laughs> yeah, but then, but then you had all of our dirt and grime. Yeah, and, well, and then you look down on my yeah, and... <laughs> right. Then you look down on my feet and you're like, okay, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's not, not quite a, a it's not a commercial. beautiful commercial. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, in reality, you know, I'm painting a picture here. It's it's um, there. So you do have wilderness area here, but the other part of the island is encompassed with, you know residents that have been grandfathered in here for so long that do live for on 100 this island. years and so there are private areas on yep. the beach that you're unable to access but you know the farthest you can go and backpack in is 10.5 miles from this dock but that doesn't mean you can't backpack more of the island it's just that's where you station and and um we always go into the wilderness sites of course um uh cumberland island is open to um, people who are wanting to come here for the day and then exit on the later ferry and enjoy the beach and, and the serene, you know, beauty of this of this location. So we go as far out as we can to stay away from the crowds, obviously. And the crowds are just very. Um, they use only for like four or five hours until they all leave. But yeah, still, you know, you're in these you're in these backcountry sites and you have armadillo like just surrounding you crawling all about and if any of you have ever encountered an armadillo they're the cutest the cutest things and I think I probably wanted to snuggle with several of them but you know they have poor eyesight they do terrible they're just eyesight barreling around you yeah. looking for food and then they happen upon you and you don't even approach them they approach you because they're unaware <laughs> that they're about to run into you and um, and it's it's so fabulous. You have armadillo, you have wild turkey, you have wild horses. Yeah, and in in the yeah snakes and the birds, birds are something that you cannot miss. I mean, there yeah. are so many different species of birds here. You have egret, you've got you know the turkey vultures, you've got crane, you've got you've got so many different species of birds. And if you go out and backpack to Plum Orchard. And take a little tour of the house. They've Which got is an old mansion. Old mansion out there. They have a dock out here. there. Yeah. But in the back, they've got a little swamp area. And there must be hundreds <laughs> of different bird species that are in that swamp area. That are just, it's just really, really cool to see. Parts of it, uh, you know, obviously, is it, it gives you kind of a prehistoric feeling. But more importantly, it gives you a very going back in time to, you know, what it looked like where, when, you know, 100 years ago when these big mansions well, were built they, on yeah, this island. Yeah, in the, yeah, in the 1800s they built, um, obviously this was like prime real estate for, for people who had money in, and uh, you have these massive estates that just take up, I, I, don't, I can't even fathom how many acres. Oh, at least 12 acres, So um, at least. So, you know, you have all these, but most of them have either gone into ruins, which they do have these dungeonous ruins, which was a family that 
own this island for a little bit. And then you also have, you know, these other mansions that are up Captain, and then um, they have turned into tours so that you can kind of see life back then. And it's, and it's fascinating. So you have these perfect elements to backpack in. You have, you have beautiful, unbelievable flat scenery, you know, it's just, just gorgeous. You're, you're not even making an effort to backpack. And so you can backpack for longer. And then you have the history, you have educators here that, that, are, that are willing to, to educate you on the area. And then you also have the beach. So it's a, it's a backpacker's paradise yeah. beyond words. Yeah, you so. really is. You know, I mean, you get the best of uh, both worlds. And, um, you know, um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, the, but we'll talk a little, let me kind of describe the, the, quickly about the water situation. The water situation is definitely you got to bring a filter um, and a couple places that you may even want to boil your water. Uh, this is very old pipes uh, running through here. There are some water spots that are good, no problem, but mo for the most part you got to filter your water when you when you come out here. But um, we are going to introduce you to Laura and um, actually um, do that interview with her and uh, kind of like have her kind of share. She is the caretaker of the island and she's the one who hands out the backcountry permits for you. Right, exactly. And teaches the Leave No Trace class when you get here. Exactly. So, you know, when you're backpacking on this island, you have to see a ranger to get your access points. And Laura uh, has issued ours for yeah. the three days that we were here. And when we were talking with her, um, we learned a lot about, you know, the, the parts you don't see about the beauty you get to enjoy in, 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 in the backcountry when you go out. And Laura puts in an extreme amount of work, even though she's volunteer, she puts in an extreme amount of work and effort in making your park beautiful and keeping your park at the level in which you expect it to be when you enter these. And what I was drawn to her about is that she has this, just this gleeful passion that's just emitting from her. And she, she loves to educate and she loves to teach and she's perfectly fit for the position. And you know, this park is, is you know, her time here is only for a few months, but they're gonna really miss her, you know, when she, when she leaves because she has this, uncanny ability to just draw you in with wanting to protect the wilderness as well. Yeah, her so. passion is is very um, it's very empowering. It's very motivational mm -hmm. um, to just to see her uh, care so much about your stay. Yeah, um, and that's the thing that I really got out of what um, of her of what she was saying and her passion is that she she wants your stay to be perfect and when she i mean when you listen to her talk about you know how she obsesses about cleanliness in the park <laughs> and it's just a really you know it's just a really um you know i just respect the heck out of her because of yeah. of, of her passion and and i think the plea for volunteerism and the plea that you you're going to hear from a ranger that is taking care of everything by the way by herself the plea for volunteerism to come out to your park and help make the park better for the next person. 
and um, because you get to enjoy it, we get to enjoy it. Absolutely. And then taking the time to go and help it for the next person and give back to what so freely is given to you is you'll hear her passion. It's very, very applicable to um, your backcountry experience, your camping experience, or even your day hiking, day hiking experience, right? Yeah, absolutely. So enjoy. This is our interview with Laura, um, and you will hear it directly from the horse's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna let you sit where I'm at, Laura, and here and talk to Ariane. So come on by. And where is this gonna go? <laughs> so this we is. We are doing a live show on Facebook. Laura's just trying to get on the picnic table. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm telling a little bit about my age here. So. <laughs> oh no. So actually, so thank you, by the way, for no joining problem. us for this. We really appreciate it. So this will be kind of quick because Laura definitely has other things she needs to get to, including a ferry coming in <laughs> pretty soon. So, um, well, so Laura, tell us a little bit about what you do on the island. Well, I'm the, my t title is caretaker, and I really do just about everything, everything from cleaning baseboards and vacuuming rugs to greeting everybody that comes off the boats, issuing backpack permits, talking, giving the nature talk at four o'clock, um, answering so many questions, going over and cleaning fire pits. Um, you, you, uh, actually working on, or, and my favorite part is working on skeleton exhibits. Yeah. And <laughs> I try to sandwich that in between everything. And I but saw I you really, give the ranger a little junior ranger. Yeah, I oath. do the junior ranger <laughs> program. Cool. So yeah. I really, my day does not stop. I mean, I never. I never have a lack of anything to do. As a matter of fact, there's always a backlist of things to do. Right. I mean, it's all, to me, there's always cleaning. Things could be a little bit different or better. You know, try to make things easier, not just for me and the rangers, but just for the public in general, because that's what we're serving is the public. Right, and so, you know, Laura's actually doing all the things that uh, you don't actually see. So the back end part of everything <laughs> that you enjoy and the beauty that is maintained in the, um, you know, national park areas. Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. So, so how long are you here for as the caretaker then? I'll be here till the end of April and then I will move to my next place. I'm one of these uh, <laughs> vagabonds and I, <laughs> I've been... You're our style. <laughs> yes. I volunteer at um, national parks. I volunteered for Fish and Wildlife and I volunteered for the National Forest Department. I've been to seven positions in two years. Wow. Um, they're usually three to four year, um, uh, three to four month um, you know stints because they usually need me during the heavy season right. at each place so I'll be right. north in the summertime yeah. and then south in the winter time so yeah. it's it's very exciting because I get to learn so much about wherever I am mm -hmm. and the people and then what I learn I get to pass it on to the right. people and then and that's that's the exciting part because to me what's very important is the education that I love the junior ranger program I love giving talks I feel that my generation, we're kind of leaving everybody a, gen, a, a dirty world, so to speak. And the only thing Absolutely. I can do at this point is help educate people about what I've learned and pass that on. That's my big thing is pass it on. And so if we can pass on good values as far as taking care of yeah. our, our environment, then, then, then 
I feel like maybe I've done my part or something. You know, I don't know if I'm, maybe <laughs> I've touched someone. I don't know. Maybe I've touched well, someone. Well, we can attest to your passion for the teaching because when we came in, you issued us our permits mm -hmm. and we got to speak to you and go through your Leave No Trace class. Right. Um, and you could tell that you had a true passion for it. So oh, you're yeah. definitely in the right position. So. I feel, I wish we could afford to, to give some kind of badge or something to people yeah. when they come on. I know. Well, we carry out. Recycling. You know, back that's yeah. biodegradable, of Absolutely. course. <laughs> well, we carried but, out two large gallon size of trash bags along the trail for right. you. So we oh, did all I, part I, in the back country. I thank you for that. Very, believe so. me, I thank you for that. But, you know, a lot of people don't even have that concept of, they don't realize how important that is. To, that when they leave trash, tra uh, trash, they're leaving a stain, so to Absolutely. speak. And if we don't take care of that, these beautiful places that we have to visit, if people don't take care of them, mm -hmm. just little things like trash, they may not be available to future generations because of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. that's something that scares me, even mm -hmm. though I don't have you know, children of my own. I've got two nieces and a nephew. And I want to help them and future generations enjoy things that I've had exposure to. Yeah. I've always been this nature lady. You know, that's, <laughs> they really do. I'm, I've always been the nature lady. The and nature so, vagabond. Yeah, I, I, everything I own fits in my Toyota Tundra. So I, I, am, I just, I go where they, they need me mm -hmm. and I, I love that. I've never lacked yeah. for my next position. So well, it's, it's exciting. And I feel like there's a need for volunteers. Yes. There is that big need in you anything. It. So it's, I feel like I, I'm giving back. This is the only way I know to do it in a full-time way. Right. So it's, um, I, I just love it. I, I don't see me quitting unless my body just gets <laughs> out of me, which could anytime soon here, but well, we'll see. I don't think that's going to happen. Mentally, I'm, I'm trying to stay right here, but well, I don't know. Yeah. So for backpackers that come onto the island, mm -hmm. um, you know, in preparing to come here for a backpacking trip, mm -hmm. What do backpackers need to know before getting here? What do they need to prepare for? They need to make sure, again, that they know the rule, you know, pack it in, pack it out. Mm -hmm. And um, somehow I hope that that's being um, given to them on the mainland and they don't know, they're just not getting that information as soon as they get on the island. Right. So they can prepare by bringing some kind mm -hmm. of trash receptacle that, that they can we'll keep all their waste exactly. and then um, you know when they go back on the mainland we usually have the recycle bin set up mm -hmm. or they do have their bags of trash or biodegradables that they can then dispose mm -hmm. of so we need to make sure that everybody on the mainland before they come over here knows that um, and they're not just getting the orientation just right here right, right. so that's something uh, for preparation they need to know that policy um, other than that um, they, they need to have respect for where they are. They need to love yeah. the area they're in because that respect and I think that love is going to make them take care of where they are. They're, they're, mm -hmm. gonna, they're gonna enjoy themselves and they're you know, gonna feel that, wow, this is a special place and yeah. I, I'm, so, I'm so lucky to be here and yeah. have this glorious place right. to be alone like you were yeah. last night. Absolutely. And I mean, our national parks, our national forest, any place like that is a, a gift given to us to visit. It's a gift. And if we misuse them, we may never, you know, for future generations, they may not exist. These places may have to be closed down 
or whatever, but everyone's got to have, as you say, that passion for it. Right. And I yeah. hope I'm coming across with that passion because oh, yeah. <laughs> I do. You know, I want I want to educate each person. You know, take them aside and tell them, okay, this is. But and you, you make know, your can, presence known here for sure as an educator. So, so well, I like it, and I always try to explain things to people as to why why we have this rule or why we do this and and because they need to know people get upset about rules and regulations but once you tell them why yeah. then they will have a, a better feeling for what they do and then they will start to respect it and then that, that feeling will grow in yeah. them and so again that's educating them that's, yeah, that's and, it, and I love to get one-on-one -on -one with people right. all the time to do that yeah so, and it just but, brings a new perspective into you know you know you you have your leave no trace principles obviously right. which we we all know or we've all heard about um, mm -hmm. but it but but really bringing the whys behind why these right. things are so important right. which is what you have done mm -hmm. through these um, you through issuing your permits and the courses that you have to go through there. Right, right. Um, but it really does allow you to gain perspective on where you're at and take a little bit more pride in. in oh your yeah, areas. yeah. I I try to. <laughs> you're gonna laugh. I, I try to keep everything so clean and neat, and it's hard to do with a campground. <laughs> but I'm over there cleaning <laughs> the pits in between. You know, issuing permits. And I I have to ask you know permission to clean the right. pit, but I like them to be clean yeah. I try not I try not to take the vacuum cleaner out the <laughs> there there is electricity on the yeah I know I know so it's uh, I I have been known to be quite the cleaning lady but that's again I think something that people pick up on is that if someone else cares well maybe this is kind of neat maybe yeah. I should care a little bit more too so I, I'm hoping I'm setting an example yeah. that's I guess what I'm trying to say is that Absolutely. maybe by what they see me do and feel and how excited I get about something that that they will get excited to. I always yeah. look for that gleam in their eye <laughs> if, I, if I've made some kind of contact, whether it's a child or an adult, mm -hmm. and, and I see something, then I feel like, well, maybe I've got a I point I've got, I've yeah, got in there. Maybe yeah. there's just some, something came across. Even if it's just one person, it makes my day worth it. Right. So, I mean, that's that's volunteering that's what it's all about for backpackers they have to bring um they have to filter their water too, right, right? Uh -huh. anything other it, sea camp it's okay anywhere else they've got to filter their water okay um at plum orchard and dungeness they do have restrooms and the water is drinkable at those two places but right. other than that um people need to filter or boil it for five um, minutes gotcha ba basically right now everyone is just using the filters yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. and especially yeah. well you have to because once you get north of Stafford, you can't have fires, right. so everybody has to use the filters. Gotcha. And so I don't know, now they've got so many new, you don't have to use just a, a, a pill or a tablet right, anymore, right. you've got so many new uh, <laughs> ways to do that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, and, and it's very important that those back countries, we keep them as clean as possible. Mm -hmm. And that's where it comes in, we could really use more volunteers. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's... That's a, a problem everywhere is we need more volunteers. Yeah. I've been the only one out here for three days. We haven't had enough ranger power or volunteers to come out and help me. So I literally run the whole day, which okay. I don't mind. Yeah. It's just kind of that that happens though everywhere, you know, and it, it's, again, that's scary where some of these places may not be open. You right. know what I mean? A lot right. of campgrounds that 
national parks and your forest services, if they didn't have volunteers um, coming in to man the campgrounds, right. they may be closed down. Right. So, I mean, and you're taking away um, uh, a family's vacation or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, right. it's important to have things available, but to do that, we need volunteers and, and um, okay. that's, that's important, I think. So I, I feel like I'm, I'm helping in some small way. And it suits my it suits my and lifestyle right way. now. <laughs> I, I'm 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 free to do this. It's a way of uh, it's a lifestyle. It's right. become a lifestyle for me, and that's what I really like the most. And 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 once you do that, just the staff you work with, the yeah. people you meet, yeah. um, it, it's fun. I mean, it just becomes fun. So mm. volunteering is never a job. It's yeah. never a job to me. Mm. People say. Well, what's your job like? And I said, well, I'm a volunteer, so anything I do, I do is not a job. I might have tasks to right. do, but it's not a job. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's I'm here to do what I can, and then and I try to do as much as possible. I don't get everything done that I want to. I always have this. Oh, I should have done this today, but <laughs> I try to squeeze it in there. But I and I'm tired at night. Yeah. I'm tired I'm sure at night. You are. I've seen right. you run around here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So it, it's uh, I, I get in mm. quite a bit of activity during the day, but I I enjoy what I do. I really do. And I I hope that I can keep doing this for several more years, as long as my health kind yeah. of keeps up with me yeah. as I age. <laughs> well, when you're doing something that you love and mm. you enjoy, and it becomes your lifestyle, and you're yeah. educating and teaching, and then being immersed in these beautiful landscapes, yeah. how can your health not be present? Oh yeah, I, <laughs> so I, 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 feel, I think I feel, you're good. <laughs> I mean, and, um, and it makes, I have felt younger since yeah. I've been doing this than I, I have. I mean, right. at the age I am, I don't think there's too many people that have maybe the stamina or willpower to, to right. do that. Of course, right. a lot of them might still be, you know, in their careers, things like that. but. Um, age is a state of mind anyway. It is. It is. You know, I've been I denying mean, my age for years. <laughs> I, it's just a number. It's it just is a number. just a number. I, right. and I, I, it's just I a number. I don't care if, I, if right. I look my age or I don't look my age. I'm my age. And I yeah. try to do as much as I can. You know, I do have limits, but I know those limits right. and I don't go beyond them. I don't try to go beyond them. So okay. it's... Um, you know, some things I can do and some I don't, but right. everybody knows those limits, especially <laughs> me. <laughs> well, if anybody out there has any questions for Laura, specifically about Cumberland Island, please ask now. We'd love to take them while she's present because she's going to have to leave really soon. Really soon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, like in the meantime, here. what has been your favorite... Uh, what what has been what have you taken away the most besides the educational part and besides loving your lifestyle here? What have you taken away from Cumberland Island specifically that you're going to leave with just with I your own memories? What I, I think what I like the most is people have to make an effort to come over here. They're not just driving in or something. Yeah. So the people that come over want to be here. So you get a whole different type of, I don't want to say clientele, but a whole <laughs> different type of uh, visitors. And, and other places I've been to, oh, uh, you know, my aunt's dragging me over here or, you know, my family wants to do this. You have to really want to come here because you're taking a ferry over here. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're taking yourself yeah. away from modern yeah. day 
life. Yeah. And, and I, so I enjoy the people that come over here because I really do get a chance to educate. I really feel that they take it in a little bit more. Yeah. And that's what's special about Cumberland is we give everybody that distance from real life. Yeah. And you get over, and I think <laughs> that's, sure. I can tell just from you two that that's, it's special over yeah, here. Yeah, it is. It, 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 that's why we keep coming back. Yes, yes, mm. it is very, very special here. And uh, a lot of people do come back because they, they know that. Yeah. So. But, um, well, thank you so much. Yeah, I, really gosh, I know we don't want to keep you. Yeah, from I yeah. Do, but very excited. We have about a hundred people coming in, probably like well, ten more minutes. a little bit more than that, uh -oh. probably. Uh -oh. So that's right. that's what yeah. I do, though. So that's that's yeah. fun too. So well, thank well, you so much. Guys, thank you. bye, Laura, right, and so. thank you so much. No, no, and I'm glad the two of you. Yeah, I'm glad the two of you had a good time, and you're good examples too. So yeah. you know. Thanks. So there you have it. Um, she, if you're not, if you are not <laughs> motivated uh, to volunteer for your park after listening to her, I, I just don't know, man. So uh, that was a great. It was just really great. And we're really grateful that she took the time out of her day to to do that for Absolutely, us. Absolutely, because she's really busy. Yeah. So you know, so you know, we named this podcast. You know, your park needs you, because we take for granted. Every single time we step foot into a national park, we take for granted that it is what it is and the experience allows us to just enjoy. But there's so much behind the scenes. So please, please, if you ever have any time or if you find yourself wanting to do something in return for these trails that you get to enjoy. And it's easy work. Volunteering for your national park is easy work. Well, she's Cutting old brush, tired. raking it. I know. <laughs> At the end of the day. But you know, like picking oh, up trash man. around, you know, the trailheads and things yeah. like that. So anyway, yeah. thank you so much for listening uh, to our episode 25 of our podcast. Um, to, we have uh, we have a couple uh, videos uh, about Cumberland Island National Park that you don't want to miss. Go to our uh, the Backpacker TV YouTube channel to catch this video in particular and comment. Let us know about your experiences if you've been to Cumberland Island or if you have volunteered for your national park we would we love would to hear love from to you hear about your on this post um, you can go to the backpacker.tv website to listen to this podcast or to comment on this post we'll have further details written up on this post or you can go check out our video on the backpacker TV YouTube page and we would love to hear from you guys so thank you so much yeah for I mean right in. yeah and we have a ferry to catch right now I think we do. See People are boarding. Up. We got to go. Bye. See you later. Bye. <laughs>